This episode of This Black Girl Podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is a super easy app that allows you to create, record, and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer, distribute it so it can be heard across multiple listening platforms, allows you to make money with no minimum listenership, and have everything you need all in one place. Plus, it is absolutely free. So to get started today, just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Girl, I'm great. Mm-hmm. Good. Having some toast. Good. So let's continue where we left off. Absolutely. Um, no introduction needed. Absolutely. You already know what it is. It's this Black Girl podcast. You're listening to Lola and Hildiva. And we are talking about vaginas. Yes, your best friend, whether you're a girl or a man. (laughs) Your best friend, lover, everything in between. The the place that uh, births life, you know. And I would say it's the most mysterious, most important part of the universe. You know, it's like, it's literally the door to life the door to life that is so but we true. don't know as much about it that we as, as we should i feel and that's exactly what we were talking about earlier and we decided we wanted to bring in our listeners into the topic so what we were last saying was how the vagina should be treated as less of a tool either for birth or for, you know, sexual gratification, satisfaction, etc. And we regard, you know, for women and men, yes. And if it was treated more as an actual organ, which it is, um, I feel like society would, would, there'd be less shaming. People would have more, I don't even want to say regard or respect, but like, you know, people would take, I feel like would take your, your vagina more seriously. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, I feel like there needs to be a lot more studies on it. I know we have, you know, gynecologists and, you know, obstetrician, obstetricians and all that. Obstetricians, Jesus, I can't even pronounce it. But um, I feel like there needs to be more studies on it and more... And mainly more um, widespread knowledge, more, you know, co- making of common knowledge, the, everything about the vagina. I you agree. Know, I remember when the, the vagina monologues came along. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. And um, I never really saw them. I didn't know really what it was about, but I remember thinking it was so weird. I'm like, why is this, sh- you know, this particular show, whatever it is, all about vaginas and I just remember growing up feeling like this is a part of me that I didn't feel one with at all. Yeah, because it was taboo at the time. Yeah, and it just it just felt like it's okay. It's a part. It's there, but it's is it, it? But it's just. I felt like it. It was a part of me, but separate in a, in a way because, like I was telling you before we decided to record, mm-hmm. um, I remember taking sexual health class. 
and um, the our, it was our gym teacher at the time that would talk to us about different, um, you know, the parts of the human body, parts of the male genitalia, parts of the vagina. Right. And then she, she said, and then she gave us a picture of like a woman's legs spread apart and it would have labels each part of the, you know, the vagina, the clitoris, the labia, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, you know, when you go home, ladies, get a mirror, take a look, you know, get to know yourself. And I just remember being appalled, absolutely <laughs> appalled at that. I was like, oh my God, you know, in my head, like I couldn't imagine going home and doing that. Like it was almost scary. The picture itself already looked scary to me. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I'm going to go look at that at mine. Right. Right. And it's just so right. funny because when you're raised very conservative, it, it does make you not know your own self and not feel that oneness with yourself. And, you know, and how can you fight to protect what you don't even see as your own, right? right. Or how can you fight to, you know, preserve something that you don't know? Even right. though it's funny because I did become very conservative and I was always like, no, no, no one can see me naked. No one can see <laughs> that. But uh-huh. but it's like, I didn't even know what I was hiding because I didn't look either. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say I was the same for a while growing up. But mm-hmm. then, you know, as you grow up and you self-explore and you seek knowledge, you try to understand, you're like, oh, like, what's the shame in all of this? Like, and that's kind of like where my mindset is, especially when it comes to my, like, my household is like, I try to reduce the shame because it's like, this is, you know, this is my body. This is a body. And, um, you know, and it's fine the way it is, you know, mm-hmm. good, bad, ugly. If my armpits aren't shaved, oh, well, you know, whether you're trimmed or not trimmed or bushy or whatever, it, it is what it is. And it's, it's fine. It's natural. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it's fine. If I do decide, you know, I want to trim, shave, neaten up, bleach, do this, do that, do whatever, like, that's also fine. But, um, I don't know, I guess because, like, my daughter's of a mixed race, so she looks different from me. So I just try to show her that, like, my body's different and it's fine. Your body's different and it's fine. But then also Mm. still try to, like, have that border of, like, yes, you know, you and me can talk about this, but not you and everybody else. This is something a little different. They ain't up with the times yet, you know? Right. They tried it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. They tried it. (laughs) Um, You know, so, like, it's hard to navigate just because, you know, people are so hush, hush, don't talk about that, that's inappropriate. So it's, like, trying to figure out what's appropriate and what's not appropriate and, like, time and place, at least Exactly. You know, just because, like, I I wanted to grow up not being in the dark. Exactly. And I agree with that 110%. I try to do the same thing with my boys now, because especially, like, having boys that, you know, they don't have a vagina. My kids all thought I had a penis, and you know, until, like, my, my eldest was, like, four and bumped into you know, rushed into the bathroom and was like, mommy, you don't have a penis. <laughs> and I'm like, well, apparently I don't have a lock on my damn bathroom door either. Like, <laughs> and I had to tell the guy, I, you know, little guy, sweetie, but yeah, I literally had to tell the little guy, like, 
no, you know, mommy doesn't have penis. He's like, oh. And then my youngest, I remember my youngest being like, no, she just has a bum bum. It's okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And that became the story for a while and I just allowed it. Oh. And apparently when my, my son went to my mom's house, like a couple days later, he, she was in the bathroom and he knocked on the door like, grandma, do you have a penis? Like, it became like a witch hunt. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. My mom said, yes. I'm like, dang it, mom. Like, you can't see. It was, I'm like, you're not helping. But yeah. it just shows that like, yeah. you know, kids are, they don't know what, what to, what's what, you know, you have to teach oh, them absolutely. and you can either teach them, yeah, to shun themselves or to shine within themselves, you know? Oh. And so I try to teach my kids, you know, to love, you know, love their body, love themselves. You know, it's, it's hard. Yep. It's not always easy because, you know, I have three that are always bickering and making fun of each other all the time and uh-huh. wrestling when I can pull them apart, try to, you know, instill some of that in them. But it's when it comes to sexuality, though, I, I just like them to know, you know, this is your body. It's okay. You know, everyone's different. It's okay. You have a penis. That's fine. You know, your dad has a penis, like, you know, and they'll start to ask those questions, you know, like, what's this? What's that? What's this? And why? And I, and I always, when it comes to their body, I try to just answer everything as honestly as possible, you know? Well, like if something, well, mm-hmm. no, I was just going to say kind of like, um, tipping off of your story. I was going to say that reminds me of a story of when my kid, we, we were over at, um, a friend's house and she has a young boy. And so I forget um, what the circumstances were for this. I think he was still in diapers at the time or something, but he was mm-hmm. changing pull-ups essentially, changing from one pull-up to another. And he's comfortable in his home with his mother and his family to just, you know, take it off and switch it off and do whatever. And so um, Nicole, or yeah, my daughter, she just happened to, see that and she was like mom how come he doesn't have a ton ton which is like a little pet name for like a vagina right so he she turns to me like mortified like how come he doesn't have a ton ton what is that like what's going on she was she was devastated and I had to explain to her like you know oh you know because He's a little boy. He has a little pee-pee. You're a little girl. You have a little ton-ton, you know? But, like, me and my girlfriend was hilarious <laughs> at the time. Laughed it up. And, like, I think she kind of moved past it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's not, like, she she's still not fully grasping the whole bodily differences. She thinks everyone has a ton-ton. <laughs> see and that's exactly it same thing right because she's growing up in a home with her mom seeing her mom my you know my boys were growing up in a home with their mom but they never saw me like you know they had seen their dad when we, me and their dad were together still and so they and they had never seen me naked which I made sure you know if they, they'd see their dad stand and pee like them sometimes you know but I always made sure the door was closed and locked <laughs> you know but it, it's just so funny how they interpret everything differently. So, I mean, with sexuality and with themselves, it's like, that's why I'm trying to kind of break that chain because I don't want my boys growing up not comfortable, you know, seeing their own body. Um, But if I had daughters, it's even more crucial because boys, their genitalia is on the outside of them so they can see it. They can, you know, there's no getting around it. It stands up in the morning, like 
at my house I'm like dodging swordfish every morning like ah <laughs> but with girls it's a completely different story right your genitalia is not it's not on display like that and it's not doing things on its own all the time you know so right. you're it, it, you have to seek that out that information you have to understand what it is you know you're usually your period is the first time you really have to face your vagina head on really for a lot of girls that is true you know besides obviously wiping and cleaning it every day but really your period makes you stop and have to oh my god there's something I have to look into this now, yeah there's like know? a focus so. there's a focus on your actual vagina because like you know you have to interact with it using like you know sanitary pads or tampons or diva cup or what have you you know right right and I remember even with that like <laughs> like my first tampon <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> experience oh my god that was just a dud and especially if you're not sexually active and um because I used pads for the longest time I don't, I don't think I used tampons until I was like maybe 16 and I I think I was like got, I got my first period around 12 13 uh-huh. so yeah so then I, so you haven't had it for years 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 and then finally decided to try oh wait no I had to be like 14 I remember being in high school okay and I asked a friend, can I borrow a tampon? And she like gave me this cucumber. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I realized, you know what? There's different sizes. Okay, okay, there's different size tampons. <laughs> That's funny. I remember the but, first um, time I tried a tampon, I forget how old I was. I know it was definitely my teens. And I wanted mm-hmm. to, I don't know, be like, cause I had other friends that are like, oh, I don't use pads. I use tampons. Uh, pads. Ugh. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what? So, like, I went to the bathroom and I tried to insert a tampon. And, like, it was one of those old school cardboard applicator need lube to put oh, yeah. it in. And I didn't know that. So, here I am putting this friggin' dusty ass fucking tampon in my innocent oh, little my friggin' vagina hole. And it's hurting to dry time. You're like dry as hell. Dry as shit, okay? Mm-hmm. Dry as shit. It's like <laughs> half hanging out of my vagina because I didn't know better. And it yep, just hurt too yep. much that after like 15 minutes, I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> took it out. The back of the took it out, put on my pad, and I was like, I'm like, fuck this. Never doing that again. No, right? that didn't go back to tampons till like maybe a few years later once I actually understood like the difference between a cardboard applicator versus a plastic applicator versus like you know understanding that sometimes the vagina needs to be lubricated in order to insert it that it needs to go in all the way into your vagina like all of those. No, and I, this is the main thing I will tell you, ladies. Yeah. Any young girl, read the label. Right. Read the instruction box. If nobody's teaching because you, some, read the fucking label. Read the box and, and the instructions before you do anything, okay? Especially anything vagina-related. <laughs> because it's so funny. The same thing with me. Like, my sisters had used t- tampons before. Oh. My I, I think that's what made me try it because my eldest sister was like, oh, you're still using pads, girl. Yeah, right. Like, Why don't you try tampons? And I, I went in the bathroom. I remember being like, okay, I'm trying. <laughs> you know? And I remember just having to, like, psych myself up to do it and put it in there. I'm like, nothing's been in there. Like... And I just remember it feeling so scary because I don't even know enough about in there. What the heck is this thing doing up in there? You know what I mean? Right. So 
I just, um, I remember my sister being like, damn it, do you want me to put it in for you? And I'm like, oh my God, that's even scary. I have a surgery. Like, <laughs> I was like, heck no. So I was, and then it's funny because part of me was like, why doesn't she just do it? But then when she asked me, I was so horrified. I'm like, freak, damn it. Like, you know, I was so scared. So I realized, damn it, that's not even what I want. Sometimes you think you want something and then you're like, okay, in reality and practicality, that in theory, yes. In reality, heck no, I can't do this. So I just, I remember trying to like put it in and then, but with tampons, you have to pull out the applicator and then put it in and then like push it up. And then it's like, it's there's so many steps and I hadn't read it. So then when I read the actual steps, I'm like, holy crap. Like I would have just had this thing with the applicator still up, just sitting right at the entrance of my vagina. Just hanging out there, like a little friggin' like micro penis just hanging out of your hoo-ha, like I can't. (laughs) So it's just funny, like girls definitely need these types of instructions. Like that should be part of a sexual health course for sure. Like basic tampon application, you know, insert. All the different forms of content. If I could redo a sex ed class, Girl, I would talk about the whole shebang bang The inside of your vagina, the outside of your vagina, period. Pregnancy, like STDs. I talk about penises too. Let guys know, hey, if your penis is between five and six inches, guess what? That's average. It's like, you know, like talk about micro penises, talk about oversized penises, talk about girth, talk about all different types of things. Because like, I feel like, we're so trained now that like the only type of exposure sometimes of genitals unfortunately tends to be like important and nobody realizes or equates that like adult entertainment is entertainment therefore right. they use like you know quote unquote picture perfect and I, I hate saying that but, like they use that kind of they create a standard of what should be an appealing body part or genital. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't realize, so what, sorry, this is my, my car is beeping here. They don't realize people are oh, picking girl, and choosing girl. though, um, what what to show you, you know? They're not gonna go and find really? some random penis. They're not, it's not an average random guy, you know? It's, it's this vetted person, carefully vetted guy who they found in some freaking factory somewhere. <laughs> He's <laughs> been up jacking up on steroids <laughs> or something. Sure, like, like, and I, I just, I mean, all of it because it's like when you, when you first watch like explicit videos or you watch any type of porn, like you see like a certain type of vagina, you see a certain type of penis, you see, you don't see body hair, you don't always see stretch marks, you don't see discoloration, you don't see certain things. So right. then you grew up thinking like. Oh my gosh! If once you do start looking at your at like your genitals, you're like, oh my gosh, do I look different? Do I look weird? And it's funny because like I don't look like women in porn, but then you don't realize like that's like a person in the movies. Right. A person in the right. movie, you're not gonna look like them because they had makeup, cosmetic surgery, what have you, photo like visual effects, like all types. And of plastic surgery is the number one, like all the enhancements. But it's funny because for me, it was the opposite. I obviously, I, I, I saw my own body, assumed everybody's body yeah. looked like me, obviously, if they had my skin tone. And then um, when I saw, I, I, it wasn't until like I saw one of my sisters naked and I, she screamed when she saw my vagina. I screamed when I saw her vagina. And we, we just <laughs> screamed. We just, we were just screaming. Just screaming. Ah, ah, ah. 
and it's so funny because yeah and then that's where I was like what the hell like vaginas be you know all kinds of looks and shapes and colors and that's when I ran to the porn site to be like okay I have to see what's out there now like I just wanted to see is it me maybe her looks weird is it does her look weird or does mine look weird and then I realized oh my god they all look weird like we're a family <laughs> they're all just different shapes and colors and sizes and of course you know they're penises so um but I gotta run though I'm at work Oh, girl, no problem. It was wonderful talking with you. I'm glad we got to do this like oh, yeah. early morning quick post. Part one. We'll do part two again. I, I got to run, run, though. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.